0: Hello, good evening, and welcome to Gobbler Games. We are going to take a pop at the Modifius Dune Sand and Dust Fremen game tonight. So, we're going to be playing a little posse of Fremen adventurers. Um, Everybody stands ready to bless the Maker and his water. So, we're good to go. Uh, We're going to do character creation tonight. Unfortunately, Pete can't be with us right away. We're hoping he might be able to swing by later but he had a very important birthday that had to be attended to so yeah as i say we're playing the Modifius 2d 20 dune game and throwing into the mix the sand and dust expansion book which arrived just last week and which is a thing of beauty for playing fremen so we're going to start off with some character creation uh pretty straightforward very narrative Character creation, there are two main ways to do it. We're gonna go with planned creation, which is a much better way of doing it. And so we start off with a set of traits. Aaron, Aww. feel free to dive in at any point and correct me when I inevitably get something wrong. You're going, you're going
1: strong, it's all yeah. good.
0: So you should have a Dune character sheet, which has got background, drive, Skill statements, foci, things like that. So we're starting off with the background.
2: Yeah.
0: Do I now, instead guys. of being a house, we're going to be a siege,
3: and we are siege abicat. Every time you say that, I think there should be a song.
0: It's it's actually the Arabic word for apricots because apricots were introduced to. the the middle and middle east by the europeans so when you try and say the word apricot it comes out as abicat hence the the book that my parents had when i was younger called Mushkweis abicat which is maybe tomorrow there will be apricots
3: well there's optimism for you
0: so then we've got the roles that each person has within the house
1: So for my character, I think uh, I'm picking the role Fadaikin of Siege Abikant. Yes. That's
4: the
2: role.
0: Now, there can be more than one Fadaikin. Fadaikin do predate Muad'Dib um, for anybody who thinks they're a purist, but isn't because they haven't read the books. <sighs> yeah, the Fadaikin have existed for a large chunk of Fremen history. They are identified as the best and strongest fighters and most loyal in the siege. So a Ferdijkin wouldn't challenge the Naib, whereas another good fighter might. The Ferdijkin would stand by the Naib of the siege. Day, and Naib would be the leader of the siege. So we've got a Naib. Not a Naib, sorry. We've got a Ferdijkin. What about any other roles? Aldrin, what do you fancy?
3: Uh, I quite fancied the sand runner. Um It's an excellent choice. Uh, so this is... Someone who is skilled in riding the 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 great worm. Say hello. Um, The say hello. Um, uh, They prove adept and often act as messengers between the tribes. Call them quickly and tame one large enough to take them for long distances at great speed. So a bit of a runner.
0: Dan, I believe you wanted to go for something a little bit different and go for an ally rather than a direct Fremen.
4: Uh, Yes, thank you. I was looking at the book um, and I was considering going for a spacing guild agent, um, kind of working in the idea that um, as they're a smuggler, um, the guild would be looking for whatever means necessary to get the spice yeah. So even that means, you know, trying to get in favour with the locals. Um, There's a well-documented the fact locals.
0: that the Fremen bribe the guild they extensively did. to keep satellites out of Arrakis orbit. So it makes absolute sense for some of those agents to actually get on well with some of the sieges.
4: Yes. So, yeah, that works. Yep. That
0: scans quite well. And then we have Pete to work out what he's going to go with in the meantime. All right, so let's do some numbers. Oh, come on. How much of the numbers do you get? So the appendix. I need dice. You don't need
3: dice, nope, no. don't need dice. Oh, what a shame. I was going to get you some dice.
0: I mean, you can, you can roll dice if it makes you feel better, but then you still get to pick whatever you
3: want. If I get to pick, anyway. And yes, now it digs back a very good point. Um, I should make sure a sandworm doesn't step on my leg. There is a reason why my character has chosen to be a sandrunner, um, and that is partly to make amends for the insult done by their father to the cycle load.
2: uh Yes. Okay, so you have two traits that describe who you are as well. So, so I would imagine that one of your traits will be for most of you,
0: Fremen. hmm So Aaron would be Fremen and Ferdijkin, and Alden would be Fremen and Sandrunner. Whereas Dan, you would be Spacing Guild and Liaison as your traits.
2: Those are personality traits up in the top. then you have your skills
0: those are those are the ones down there we've got drives first pay attention crossly why has it got skills before drives that doesn't make sense alphabetical yeah so your drives your most important drive is rated eight and then down to four so eight seven six five four to put into drives. And then the same again to put into skills. And then
1: then with your archetype, uh, your your primary skill gets a, a, a bump and your secondary skill gets a bump before yes. you add points to skills.
0: So as a in your primary skill would be battle and your secondary skill would be move. Makes sense. And as but a Sandrunner, uh... your primary skill is move and your secondary yeah. skill is discipline. Yep.
3: Yeah.
1: So uh, for drives, I went duty eight with the statement, working to protect Sish Abikat against all who would do it harm. Justice seven, exacting retribution against those who have wronged the Ichwan Bedouin. Faith six, survival is our duty to God. Then truth five and power four. Yeah, so you only really need a statement from six up. Your five and
0: four are your bottom traits. They don't require a statement. Now, the drives are duty, faith, justice, power, and truth. And these are part of your dice pool collection. They set your target numbers and they set how good you are at specific things. The higher the drive, the more it's a part of your personality, but also the more likely you are to succeed when using it. So if you have, for example, a high faith, it will be useful when you take action for your religious or personal values. As a Fremen, that's likely to be quasi-religious, whereas as a member of the Spacing Guild, it's more likely to be the whole belief that the spice must flow. Uh, Duty is doing what you're told, finding your place in the order of things. Justice is balance and fairness, and the will to redress injustice. Power is the pursuit of influence, authority and control. And truth is the desire for knowledge. But yeah, So it also suggests in the Sand and Dust book, that as a sand runner, mm-hmm. you are likely to be mostly interested in duty.
4: Nah. Uh,
0: but some enjoy power and others like the truth as the ultimate embodiment of mastering the desert is riding the great worms. I think
3: that that kind of chimes, I think I think because this person really needs a name <laughs> <laughs> otherwise I'm just going to keep going they they um, they maybe feel like they have a, a foot on the world and a foot in the space so mm-hmm. being out in the desert writing Saeholud is is the purest kind of freedom that they have. You're um,
0: likely in your character's position that you described so far to have been raised by the siege rather than raised yes. by your mother, who would probably have gone back to work in the cities, leaving you behind in the siege to grow as a Fremen.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But you would always be marked by your off-world inheritance as well. Yes.
3: Um, so I think there, there's a constant search for the truth. Um, yeah. Not quite sure how that comes out as a statement, but it's something to work with.
2: Something
0: to do with identity, I would imagine.
3: Identity or place or, or purpose.
0: Yeah. Some combination
2: thereof.
3: Dan, what you're thinking?
2: Um
4: I'm just going through the core rule book, uh, jumping between um, my concept, my architect, my archetype, and then going on to skills.
0: Okay. Have you picked any drives?
4: Uh, no. That's okay. Okay. We'll start some drives as well. Step. I see. Are we doing it in a different order than it's done in the book?
0: Yeah, the book is kind of. um, Oh, there we go. That's creation. You might be looking at creation in play. You're on 133 or are you on 102?
4: I'm on 108. Okay. (laughs) In the core book. In the core book.
0: Yep, you're quite right. 102 was the introduction to it. So, yes. And
4: I want to go where?
0: If you're starting, are you starting as a Spacing Guild agent then?
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: So, you've got the personal trait guild agent. And then it gives you a selection of possible archetypes. Sorry, of course, we were looking at the Fremen archetypes. We forgot about the original ones. Yeah. yeah. them as well. So, I would guess archetype wise, what you're thinking? Smuggler. Smuggler. This is looking like a fairly fast moving
2: little party already.
4: I don't know if you can hear it in the background, but my other half is watching a semi-desert-related um, film. She's watching Total Recall, the original version, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Mars has got sand on it. Mars? kind of, kind of counts, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
3: No rainfall, therefore desert. So, yeah, yep. that's fine.
4: But She's right, getting so herself in gear for a Starfinder campaign. Ah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we'll be running a Starfinder campaign, I think, still uh, on Garblag North America after Octoon Cthulhu.
4: Mm, that yeah. sounds cool. At
1: least that was the plan. Matt's, Matt's running us through uh, the Horizon Lost AP, I think.
0: We're hitting a fair old bit of Modiphius this year as well. Mm. I've been reading through Dishonored, and that's, that's a really, really straightforward system to pick up. It's yeah. so, so simple. It's, it's actually easier yeah. than Blades in the Dark. And obviously impacted on the creation of Blades in the Dark quite a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's
1: the potential for that in the
0: future as well.
1: Yeah, it looks like it. it the, I like, I mean, I love Blades in the Dark, obviously, but I, I like this Dishonored setup too. And I think the Dishonored, Modifius 2D20 Dishonored would work for a longer arc. You know, Blades in the Dark characters burn out hard and fast or It's more about the
0: group for Blades in the Dark than it is about the characters. Whereas in the Dishonored system, it works really well for
2: characters. Mm -hmm.
1: That's a pretty good assessment. (laughs) Oh, I did. uh, My character's name is Sarak Theb, which is which is derived from uh, the Arabic words for desert wolf.
2: Good. Good thinking. Might be worthwhile having a look at that, Alden, mm.
0: running a translation or something, or hitting up behind the name, which is always my go-to for character name generators. It's really handy to have in the background free website where you just punch a
2: culture and say give me a name as you would expect
1: with a fadike my skills are battle eight move (laughs) seven discipline six and then communicate is four and understand ended up being four as well So he's a hard hitter, but he's not the brightest uh, guy in the siege.
3: <laughs> so, whatever his name is, is going for going back to drives. Um, truth eight, uh, constant search for purpose. Uh, faith seven, believe in the power of Sohalud. And duty six, the tribe is my first love. And then I don't know where are the rest of them are. Um, five and four. Probably just as five powerful.
2: Hanan Bakar. How's that?
3: you to have to tell me what it means.
0: Uh, well, it, it literally means gracious and alone. But at the same time, it's also the sort of uh, Middle Easternization of Han Solo.
3: I'm not sure I can pull that off. Um, uh, Yeah, I'll keep thinking.
0: Okay, Haldaf's quite right. Just shoot first, you'll be fine.
2: I have a sandworm. Okay, so you
0: should have two traits, an archetype, and a concept
1: mapped out. Now, Ben, do you want to, are, are we going to use the Fremen Life Events table? I, uh, I
0: think so. Yes, because I rather like the Fremen Life Events table. Uh, what now? There's an additional Fremen life events thing
1: that you build into your background. Okay. It kind of gives you another, uh, basically another trait or. Yeah. So I, when I rolled on that, I rolled a 17, which is what actually made me decide to be a Fodayken lover of lover of
0: battle. Uh...
1: So once I rolled that, I was like, yeah, but it makes sense. Yep. Uh Yeah.
0: Your skill is legendary, but you are considered intemperate and dangerous. No.
3: Yeah. Can we just go back to skills for a second?
0: Yes, absolutely.
3: So, is that the same eight, seven, six? It is. Five, yeah,
0: eight four. to four is your skill rating selection. Okay. Well, I think
1: I think actually in in Dune, it's based on every everything is basic or or. Uh... No, it's, so it's between a four and different. eight for skills. Yep. So it's uh, you get a base of four and then you get bumps based on your archetype and then you get some points at the end to spend. You get five Oh, that's true. You're quite right.
0: So you got three skills at four. Uh, secondary skill for your archetype is five and the primary skill for your archetype is six. So right, as right. a sand runner, your move. primary skill is move. Right. So that would be at six. six. Your secondary skill is discipline. So that would be at five.
3: Yep.
0: Then the others would be at four
1: and then you get then you get five additional points to spend I think yes it's five afterwards yeah
0: uh then you get foci
3: hmm. keep
0: saying focuses but but the teacher in me cringes at the word focuses that's because it's wrong i know right uh, so your archetype provides two foci and then you get to pick two more and then you get to pick two more. So the two that you
1: get are resolve and self-control, Alden. Mm-hmm. And I got uh, dueling and short blades for the Fedaykin. And then my other the other two that I picked were pistol and stillness. So, Dan, your top skill
0: is move at six. Your secondary skill is battle at five. And the two foci that you get are pilot and unobtrusive.
3: And they go in your primary school? Yes. Right. At least
4: one has to go in a primary school, right? Yeah. Yep.
3: Self control sounds like it should be under discipline, though. It does, doesn't it? That's
2: right, I'm going to put it. Self control is indeed under discipline.
3: There we go. And resolve is a move thing. It's kind of, ooh, I'm resolute to run that way. Which one, sorry? Resolve.
2: Uh, It's not understand. where are you resolve that resolve is under discipline yes
3: okay that's under
0: discipline as well in fact it's the one right above self-control
3: yeah so they're both in discipline
2: all
3: right who am i to question the wisdom of the worm and the talents there are they set are they suggestible
1: i think you get i think most of the archetypes give you two and then you usually get to pick a third one yeah okay. That's fine. Like it's, it's, for the fadiken it was bold battle and chris knife master
3: yeah for the sandrunner it's chosen of psycholord and piece of psycholord which is the two i would have picked anyway so yeah.
1: definitely makes sense
3: yeah <laughs> please don't eat me
0: yeah very wise if you're gonna ride the worm you definitely want those two because there are three tests to catch and ride a worm yeah
1: move discipline
0: and understand
3: understand understand I'll put some points on that then. Uh,
1: well, that's that's why I took piece of Sai as my third optional talent so I could reduce the difficulty on my understand role by two because my understand is poor <laughs> at four. Mm-hmm. He is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's looking at a naive in training, which is perfect because then you've got like a
2: squadron leader. Mm-hmm.
0: And that gives you some interesting um, role play between Pete and Aaron, as Aaron is supremely loyal to the existing Naib, And Pete's like, true. give me a couple of weeks.
2: I can
1: I'm like, don't make me kill you.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: don't make me take your water for the tribe. <laughs> I, I, I have to admit to everybody, uh, I, I did uh, I did cheat a little bit. I did most of my character a couple of days ago while I was working on my Auction Cthulhu character as well. So I was I was doing all my Modifius at once. So. When you're in the zone, you're in the
4: zone. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Man, with all these Modifius games we're playing, why do we not have regular sponsorship from them yet? I mean, go on. That's a very good question. <laughs> well,
1: I think, I mean... Uh, it, I, I don't know how we ended up getting into Akchum Cthulhu, but I, I think we were selected to play that, weren't we, Ben? Yeah, I think so. We, we've got quite a, quite a good
0: relationship with a few folks over at Modiphius. We've been having some chats with them on our own Discord and via email back and forth with a few people over there.
2: Obviously, we cannot say anything official. It was not Agatha all along.
1: Yeah, I'd love to see some uh, Dishonored and uh, John Carter, Warlord of Mars.
3: Oh, John Carter. Point. Yeah.
1: It's a fun game. We're Bury up we're, for that. It's fairly straightforward when it comes to the 2D20 D2, D2, rule set, too. Well, it looks like this is the year that Aaron gets roped into GMing, so... <laughs> I'll do it if somebody else produces. I can... <laughs> I'd be happy to run a ton of games, do a whole bunch of different kinds of games, but
3: uh, yeah. So I get a third talent, don't I? You do get a third yes. talent,
0: and you can take one of the existing ones from the main book, or you can take another one of your choosing.
4: I've got uh, to take a talent a particular talent from my guildsman, yeah.
0: Yeah, you've got you get two talents from your archetype archetype so your smuggler talents are um you've got subtle, subtle steps it's the only one you have to take as a smuggler
4: and guildsman as and then your guildsman
0: is the one you have to take as a spacing guild agent yeah so that's your two that you have to have so and then you like... get a third one of your what pages
4: talents on
2: I see,
1: that's helpful. Page 126, I think. 126, thank you very much. Or at least they discuss it. Right? Yes. yes, they are. Talent start on 126.
0: I would let you take a Fremen talent as well, if you want, Dan, to represent the fact that you've been closely allied with the Fremen, that you're pretty much stationed on Arrakis. I don't spend your time trawling the entire galaxy on board a highliner, but instead spend your time going back and forth as a liaison with the Fremen. So there's a Fremen talent, Dan, called Ways of the Ichwan Bedwine, which is about knowing the Fremen ways.
4: That would make perfect sense to me.
0: In in many ways, it would mean
4: that you were a student of the
0: Fremen ways and knew more about it than maybe a lot of the younger members of a Siege would. <laughs> ways, ways of the Ichwan Bedouin.
4: How the hell do you spell that?
0: Itchwan Bedwine. Itch. I like Bedwine. Yeah, it's a good look. Uh, the Fremen issue most <laughs> forms of writing. I've Instead have rely Bedwine on their own oral records a history of vast length and scope maintained almost entirely unchanged without ever having been properly codified according to this collection of stories the fremen were descended from a group of ishwan bedouin nomads refugees driven out from their home planet of portrin and forced to make their way across the stars until they found a permanent home the only place where they did that didn't drive them out was arrakis Uh, basically what this means is you get an automatic success when making a test to understand anything related to the Fremen.
2: Mm. So you would know their ways as though born to them. Mm, Look at that. So with uh, the Fedeikin's talents, bold battle means if I spend threat
1: to gain uh, to gain momentum, I can reroll one d twenty. Chris knife master means that anytime I successfully use a Chris knife in either skirmish or duel, I automatically generate one free point of momentum. Isn't that the one that means that your Chris knife is also bonded to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, yeah. So you don't have to have one of the ones that's been treated with chemicals and stuff. You've got one of the ones that is yours. You got it fair and
1: square. And when you die, it dissolves. Exactly. And I like how they say that the the Chris knives are all generally at least quality two or three and can go even higher when poison is applied. (laughs) You just got to love the friend.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah.
4: Okay, so I'm I'm up to the drives bit, going through the book. Um, yeah. drive, drive. Duty, faith, justice, power, truth. You guys have done your drives, haven't you? Because you did it the other way around.
2: Yes. Yeah. Okay. So drives ah. step six
0: five drives duty faith justice power and truth we've already done most of those um your drive statements then everything that you've got above six gets a drive statement
2: they can contradict each other
4: I'm going with a duty of eight. The spice must flow. The spice must (laughs) flow. That is (laughs) perfect.
2: (gasps)
3: Oh, I keep finding cool names now.
2: Oh, that is a cool name.
3: (laughs) Which one do you like, it? Because there's two in there. Al Bali, the Swallower. There's... Rassil Tinin, the Great Serpent. But there's also Fum Al Hoot, which is Mouth of the Whale. I think I like
0: Fum
1: Al Hoot.
3: I think I like Fum Al Hoot as well.
1: Yeah, that's very cool.
3: Oh, there we go. Job done. <laughs> oh, Pete's
0: on fire. Also... Alati Sayati, the
2: One oh, to yes. Come.
3: <laughs> <laughs> very good. Uh, Fum al is also uh, the designated Alpha Piscus Astra- Austrini, the brightest star on the constellation of Pisces Austrinus, the southern fish. Useful.
0: We go. What is the name of the mouse shadow in the second
2: moon? <laughs> oh,
0: what deep. <laughs> it is a good name hiding from the sun traveling by night in the siege we called him the teacher of boys I did try and get it to like catch on as my um, teaching title when I was teaching at a boys school for some reason it didn't yeah. stick very well
3: <laughs> well not happening not happening no
0: Why? it's literally <laughs> true teacher of boys and he knew the <laughs> way in that I was weird in many different ways.
2: <laughs>
0: mm. Totally scans. Right, so you've got your drives. Yep. And your talents. Oh. You haven't got your drives.
4: No, I'm still um, oh. trying to figure out what... I was going for a duty of eight, a power of seven. Um, because That's he's great tally. He still wants to kind of climb the ladder of the guild, as it were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so maybe no, faith would stuck. be a low
0: one. If you've got duty high, maybe faith would be low. The um, mm-hmm. opposed drives thing is quite a good way of
2: looking at it, Just. and almost having opposed
0: motivations, if you like.
4: Actually, I would say justice, because you know, any means necessary would be quite. Yeah, I mean, it would be low. Yeah.
0: because it doesn't mean Uh, that you are you don't believe in justice it just means that you're prepared to compromise where other things are more important so aaron wasn't your justice like really
1: high seven yeah seven he is all about protecting the siege and justice for the siege the only thing higher is duty eight to the naive sorry pete i might have to kill you (laughs) Yeah, no, because if he challenges, that's,
2: that's true. It's
1: all that's legal. That's inside within, the the within Fremen. The faith way. and the justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why his faith is six. So that's because his he is a full Fideican. His uh, his his belief in the way of uh, the Fremen is is really strong. He has no interest in seeking power. It's just not the Fideican way. And his truth is only five because. He he follows the lead of his naive. He doesn't need to search for his own truth.
0: Yeah. The the current Naib of Seach Abakat is is Naib Hassat, who's who's fairly old. He's getting a bit grizzled. He's got a few white hairs in the beard.
4: So how many drive statements should I have? Three?
0: You should have three drive statements, yes.
3: Four,
4: eight, seven, and six.
0: Yes.
2: Yep, got you.
3: I'm trying to pick a third talent.
2: Um, One of the sandwalky ones?
3: Well, it could be. So I was initially kind of desert walker or walk without rhythm. Given,
0: Or, you know,
3: cast your
0: mind back to um, your long-lost and unknown father.
3: Yes. And?
0: And maybe take a I mean, so was get, he, he was
3: a I, war master he was no well he wanted to be a war master he was a house officer
0: house officer but you could take a more sort of um would how or warrior one as your third
3: i don't think you go that way i think of of the fremen talents the more tempting one is actually something like fremen technology kind yeah. of that bridge mm-hmm. recognize that actually for all that, so is the way. Uh, it helps when stuff works.
0: Yeah, and you know, there's there's nothing stopping you. Maybe getting your hands on a lens. Mm.
4: Does this make sense as a statement? As a as a drive statement? So you know, in June they go on about desert power and all that sort of thing. As a power statement, space power is the ultimate power no yes mm.
0: i mean it works but it's unlikely to ever come up to be of any yeah. assistance to you because we're looking at a fremen campaign so it's very much a ground-based campaign
4: i have to have a think about that. i mean
0: you could link it you could link a a, a power statement to the flow of spice because i spice already have is the, the source for, for my power.
3: duty okay <laughs> um just all about the spice. Everything is spice. It's a spice. Spice. The spice. It is the spice. all about spice. the spice.
1: The spice. Yeah, but you could say something like, desert power is is your way to advancement. You know, through desert power, I will advance in the Spacing Guild.
4: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, being, being the guy who the Fremen actually respect in the Spacing Guild would be a massive coup Because for the most part, they're very reluctant about paying those spice bribes. They do it because they have to. If they felt they had an ally in the Spacing Guild, that would certainly shift the balance of power.
3: power.
0: It's almost the the Muad'Dib story written small on the Spacing Guild front. If I say so, the spice does not flow.
2: Uh
3: are tasty, tasty spies? Well.
0: Listen up, you bat-winged fish bloke weirdo.
3: Is that the failed navigator talking? <laughs> Bastards.
2: <laughs> Looks like Pete's going to be playing someone who does the running man on the sand.
4: <laughs> I think... Yeah, got my drive, got my talents, got my focuses. Assets.
1: Yeah, assets is the next step, the one that we hadn't got to yet. Three assets. One has to be physical, I think. Is Yes. So an asset is a special type of trait which
0: describes a tool resource or something useful which you possess. They're used during combat to overcome opponents and obstacles. Some are tangible such as physical things. Others are intangible, representing contacts and favors.
1: They are all, however, fungible. So, question, Ben. Yes. Um, Fremen still suit is listed as an asset. Yes. So, do we all basically automatically I think automatically it would be have- mad if you didn't all
0: have a Fremen still yeah, suit. Yeah, that would be weird. I mean, I would make Dan take one mm. as a purchased asset. Okay,
4: because he's not a Fremen,
0: but there's no reason why the
4: Fremen wouldn't give the Fremen a still suit. So I'll take a still suit as an asset.
1: That's what I was thinking. So I mean, I had originally put Fremen still suit as one of my three, but then I was like, going, well, they would automatically have that. Yeah. uh,
3: Yeah. Would hope.
1: No, I would 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 argue that the Chris knife, um, the the
0: one point, I did take that Chris knife would be a free one, but you've got the higher
1: point value one. Yep. So I used, yeah, I used, uh, uh, I used one of my assets to, for the quality to Chris knife because I, I thought the same way. I was like, yeah, really, yeah. that's
4: the, that's a cost. Can yeah. I have an ornithopter? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't they, see why not. Do you want to have yeah. an ornithopter, or do you want to be able to call in a contact that can get you an ornithopter?
4: I, well, you see, that's the thing. My guild talent kind of gives me a because you finger. can pilot. Can't well, you? yeah, I can, I, and I'm and, not bad.
1: So, and you're a and you're a smuggler, so I mean, I would think yeah, that's you would have yeah, that's where I was going with. No, yeah, I have don't a... have a problem with you having an ornithopter How
4: much? That's going to come in handy.
0: Oh dear, everybody's faces just danced all over the place. It's all right, Pete's fixed it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Probably Alden's fault or mine.
1: You know. I'll, I'll take responsibility for it because in my line of work, I literally get blamed for everything. So I'm 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 happy to take it. I, I usually get pounded on pretty regularly.
3: Seems unnecessary in this context. That's
4: weird. I get blamed for a lot of things in my line of work as well.
3: <laughs> my entire job always. is making sure that no one gets blamed for anything. That's supposed to be. Do you work my for job. the government?
2: Yep. <laughs>
4: Shit! I was taking this. Okay, I'll <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> so, for my assets, I was thinking I th- the still suit, the ornithopter, and smuggler contacts. Or
0: yeah. you mean non-guild ones?
4: Yeah. Yeah, a
0: non-tangible. One makes sense. Yeah. Now you're limited on point value for assets, aren't you? Okay. No, it just says three assets.
4: When it comes to tangible assets, most examples of characters should have personal equipment.
0: No, we don't have point value assets, apparently. Right, so Aaron, what
1: are your assets? So with the free with the free and still suit, I've got the Chris Knife Chris Knife Quality 2, Amala pistol, and uh, I think my third one is gonna be poison to apply to my Chris knife in the yeah. event that we need to go kill some people.
0: Yeah. Which is almost definitely going to happen, given your combat skills and that knife.
2: One would only hope. <laughs> Adam, what are you thinking?
3: Uh, Asset-wise, I don't know. Uh, a you um... <laughs>
0: You're not having a
3: worm. <laughs>
0: oh! But you could have the worm kit. I need the worm so hook. the hooks yeah. and the rope and the thumper. I oh, get a thumper as well. Okay. I would lump that all in together, to be honest, because thumpers are kind of fire and forget.
3: Yeah. And
0: as a worm rider, the fremen would give you a new thumper.
3: Fair enough. Uh yes. Sorry, I'm trying to do three things at once, and it's not working. Um, brain isn't that wide. So, auto still suit. Yep. And then Worm Rider Kit. I call it what? Hooks, thumper, and there was another one? Ropes. Ropes. Yeah, part of
0: being the Worm Rider is you do the hooks, then you climb up, and then you throw down ropes, and other people can just join you up there on the worm then.
3: Oh, maybe I don't want ropes. <laughs> no, sorry, it's no room. Get your own worm. <laughs> Uh, I don't know about the other one.
2: Um, still thinking. Make it a contact one.
3: What is, and maybe this is just me trying to crowbar two games together, but what is the state of play with House Dog at this point?
0: House Dargouche, at this point, they're not spending a lot of time, but they're not spending time on Arrakis because it's the Harkonnens', Harkonnens place now and they, they kind of aren't popular with the Harkonnens. Well, no. Uh, they're, they're off in space. They've got this happy little trade consortium that they've been building over the last 20 years that mm-hmm. is going really well. Uh, De la Dargouche is probably the heir apparent to the House now, so anybody that was siding with him... Has had their star in ascendant. So Morgan is probably by this point next in line for War Master, if not no. already War Master. Working away up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think um, House Dargush will be much
3: help. No, that's fine. To the Fremen. Uh, that's fine. Um, mm, I don't know. Let me think. <laughs> read the manual
0: (laughs) i would think maybe an intangible one might be a good idea and dan you've
2: gone for a still suit an ornithopter and some smuggler contacts you're muted dan
4: i figured with the smuggler contacts you would still need an element of smuggling to get the spice off the planet because you still have to get it past Mm -hmm. whoever Well, the likelihood is your smuggling contacts
0: probably put you in touch with the siege, so they probably predate your relationship with the siege. But the siege is now a more valuable contact, which is why you're in with the three of them.
2: Okay. Well, if you're done,
0: then you get an additional trait for your character. So that's
1: a, a descriptive uh, one. Yeah. and This one's uh, supposed to be how others see you, right? Or your yeah. reputation. Uh, I picked always aware and ready. So he's that guy that, you know, head on a swivel, situational awareness, ping to the max. Paranoid. Yes. Yeah. Is that, oh. is that, just,
4: just, a, is that just a Fremen thing? Uh, no, no, everybody
0: uh, gets an additional trait. Uh, finishing touches, page 123.
3: And the trait Aaron's describing is there is a general one that's a lot like that as well. But
0: traits are just descriptive rather than talents, which
3: Uh are mechanic. Uh 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 Okay, I'm losing track. It's been a long day. I'm still shopping. Uh, There is actually an asset called a Frem kit. Yeah.
2: which of course, contains,
3: there is. yeah. Uh, Paracompus, simple knife, still tent, maker hooks, thumper, replacement still suit parts, emergency still suit patches. There you go. It's a one of them. Then. Stuff. So it's one of I've got one of them. I'm quite tempted by the Distrans bat. Oh, that's <laughs> a bat oh, yeah. that you talk yeah. to and then like throw away and it takes your message somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. yeah. Cool.
1: Very cool yeah. homing
3: pigeon idea. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Um, it, it kind of makes sense as a courier as a worm rider all over the place to have some Yeah, an additional to courier message yeah game. or just have arrived send more bats
2: um I think that's his yeah I'm going with that. Got a bat so you got your bat you got your friend kit yeah
3: you get one more
4: what yeah we get this still oh, it well,
3: was for free wasn't it god damn was done uh uh please hold
2: <laughs> her death still no um <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then then there's other i
1: mean like from like the core book you know rifles pistols you know, yeah all, all sorts of any of the gear
3: ben wouldn't let me have heavy artillery last time yeah i remember i would not so, let you have heavy artillery last no. time it's true it was very upsetting
0: i would also not let you have heavy artillery this time
3: <laughs> God, worm i'll be all right
0: um. You need the atomics to set it off.
3: I thought that was the kaiju.
0: Oh, let me think. What else could you have? I suppose you could have... Um, yeah, I mean, Eldath said, how about a uh, contact with the Siege Sayadina? But equally, you could have, like, a, a network of contacts with other sieges. If you're a messenger...
3: I think it's more likely.
0: You could have an asset that represents, like, a friendly face where they recognise you and they're like, oh, it's that guy.
3: Yeah. And that'd be the intangible as a sort of... Yeah. I don't know whether it'd be known...
0: Recognition,
3: maybe. Yeah.
0: Or recognised by the, the Fremen or something like that. And they're not all like, oh, that guy's a threat. We should kill him.
2: Hey!
3: Oh, him again.
0: Kill him. Take his water.
3: Get off.
2: not do that. That's bad.
3: I'm going to go with known in many sieges.
2: Oh,
0: known in siege and village.
3: Oh, there we go. That's what you want to call it.
0: Who is it that says that? Someone says that and went in the main book. Oh, it's um, Liet Kynes. Yeah. Do you know many of the Fremen? I have known in Seach and Village.
4: There we go. All yeah. right.
3: Right.
0: What have you got as your additional traits then?
4: I haven't got anything. I'm just, Aran- just trying to figure out an paranoid idea. Paranoid as all get out.
1: <laughs> it's me. <laughs> See enemies everywhere.
3: <laughs> they are everywhere. But if they are everywhere, are you then paranoid? I think you're just prepared. Never been quite clear on.
4: This seems easier than the last time I made a modifius character, which was the Star Trek game.
1: Uh, it's simple it is more straightforward than Star it's, Trek because the number of books element as well
4: mm. yeah but when, when I when I made that character it was it was just the one book out at the time I think okay
1: yeah there's Star Trek is more it does kind of more that life path step through yeah. than, than than dune does oh there are spice talents as well forgot about them ah.
3: God damn. yeah
1: I think I think Star Trek is one of the only Modiphius games that has that that complex of a character generation. Conan and, and John Carter, and from what I can read of Dishonored, are all pretty straightforward. Uh, there might be an age thing to it, like with,
0: yeah. um, like with uh, Free League games. Mm-hmm. Free League game character creation gets simpler as you go through the iterations. I, was, I thought you were well. about
4: to say, you know, it gets simpler the older you get. No, no. <laughs> the like, further away no, no, you get from the, no, the first
0: situation, <laughs> they go, okay, we did this. This worked, this didn't. Let's take out the bits that didn't work, leave in the bits that did work.
4: Mm-hmm. That makes sense.
0: I like, the, I really love the way that in this and a lot of other Modifius games, there's a real strong narrative element to it. It has its positives, it has its negatives. I can see how it could be easily abused by someone going, "I, I... Dutifully stab my opponent in the face. Yeah. Oh yeah, To try and get their duty bonus when they're trying to do something that is fight based. That is more of course, power. but
1: it could be you could use duty fight based. Like if if somebody was attacking the siege, and it's your duty to protect the siege, mm-hmm. you yeah. Would go duty battle, or if you are commanded directly by
0: the naive
2: mm-hmm. to
0: get into a fight you don't really want to fight. then duty would probably take precedence over one of the other ones and fighting because I have to, not because I want to. Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah. That's one of the things that I really like about these Modiphius games is that, you know, the drive and skill or whatever it is in the different versions of the games, you know, if there's narrative ways that they almost all can go together, depending on the situation, you know, that's, that's why it makes it much more of an interesting conversation between the players and the DM. And the Resolution of it is good as well because you add your
0: drive and your skill together, and that gives you your target, target number. number which you roll under. Unless you have a focus in it, in which case you, you get that critical, then you get, get that, that expanded critical, critical range.
2: range. Oh,
3: yeah, which I believe
0: yeah. Morgan used to great effect for bashing oh. people in the face. Yeah.
3: Oh, yes, he did, they deserved it.
0: So it's a bit of a role reversal for Alden and Aaron in this one, because in the first yeah. one, Aaron was the, the sneaky messenger yep. and Alden was the hit-you-in-the-face one. And this
2: time...
3: One bit of a change-up. Yeah. What's the point of power if you don't wield it? Took that a little bit
0: literally with that mace, though, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, you know. It's well, a lantern. <laughs> yeah, it's a symbol of office. <laughs> Power eight. What's the point of power if you don't wield it? Skill battle eight. Bludgeoning. <laughs> also, dirty suckety
0: of a brick through a shopkeeper's window. That's <laughs> Morgan. Yep.
4: Are you all right, Dan? Still trying to think. Weirdly, I think I've got an ambition for myself. I jumped ahead a bit, but I still can't think of a, um, a trait that might reflect how others see. This, um, this smuggler, um, the good one,
0: yeah. They see you as the not sleazy spacing guild representative, <laughs> the one that's, that's actually, not
4: a dick,
1: that's got oh. a lot of value, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, tr- the trusted, a-, a trusted ally, yeah. Right. Trusted ally is, trusted a ally.
4: oh, I like that, yeah. I'm gonna go with that, trusted ally. I will steal that, thank you very
0: much, not a dick. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, it was put potato potato More, potato. more, <laughs> more eloquently By my colleagues here It's a talent Yeah.
3: So Will Wheaton rule of the internet? Yeah, don't be a dick Don't be a dick, it's very simple
2: Each player has
0: an ambition Which guides their long term actions
3: I want to Ride a bigger worm
0: Your highest rated <laughs> drive And you need to work to
1: define an ambition based on it. So my drive, my highest drive is duty eight. And my statement is working to protect Siege Abikad against all who would harm it. So for my ambition, I put to become the greatest warrior and protector of Siege Abicat.
3: Yeah, that works. Greatest and most loyal.
0: There's nothing wrong, Adam, with saying, um, I wish to ride Shihalud, the great worm of the deep desert.
3: <laughs> uh, well, highest drive is truth. Uh, the statement is a. I really, I'm going to have to think about this a little bit more, but search for the truth, search for identity. Um,
2: I will prove myself a Fremen among Fremen.
1: I will master my place in in the world
3: I think more that I think it needs to be a little bit of Morgan coming through every now and again, and I think that sounds much I will more not I fear
0: can. fear is the mind killer.
3: <laughs> I will master my place in the world, I think is much more
0: and when it is gone, I will turn to see my place in the world
2: ah. <sighs>
0: Yeah, Pete's like, ambition? What could that be?
3: (laughs) Uh, Settle down somewhere and make cakes.
0: (laughs) No, everything on Arrakis has to have the
3: word spice in front of it. Spice cakes. There you go.
2: Dan, what's your ambition?
4: Well, my highest drive is duty as well at eight. Um, and my statement is the spice bus flow, but like at whatever the cost. But and help me out if you think this is too much of a kind of spin-around. My ambition, because my duty is so loyal to the to the guild,
2: yeah.
4: It's also he wants to get back into the guild. Um, so my ambition is to return to the fold and basically get off this dust bucket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and get back on a highliner yeah. and serve the guilds Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean an ambition to reclaim
0: myth. my place in yeah. the guild isn't a bad one at all
4: no.
0: I mean maybe there's a reason why you've been sentenced to this job rather than Promoted into it instead of it
1: being like a bonus no, thing or
3: opportunity. Or, yeah,
1: you know, you could have gotten promoted into the job and then been so good at it that no one was ever going to let you out of it. Yeah, yeah. It happens all the
2: time. Yeah, sucks. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, the voice of experience. <laughs> I know it well.
0: Hey, can I get some cross-training?
3: No. Oh, yeah, it's Why would to like, train you
0: to do a
1: different thing when you're good at doing that thing? Because I want to do the different
3: thing. Tough.
2: No, no different I, thing for you.
1: I've been told a couple of times, like, oh, sure, you can apply for that job. And if you get it, that's fine. But you still have to do your old job because nobody else <laughs> can do it. I was uh, like, well, all right, never mind. Not everybody can wrangle a laser dolphin. That's right, and you know, it's it's a skill. Yeah, it's not one that I have. I mean, not that anybody would believe that I rank up laser dolphins, but uh, just in what, case. No what a dolphin.
3: ridiculous <laughs> statement! Good I just heavens. have this
0: mental image of like Aaron's CV being like his name and then a bunch of black lines. What's <laughs> that, my CV?
1: Well, I, I I do have a a, a unclassified resume and a classified resume but, I love that you have that I don't use them anymore because like I said I've, I've been in my current position for 10 years and yep. I'm never leaving <laughs> and you're never leaving
0: okay has everybody have got a name
3: job. Uh, yes.
0: is this me picking on Dan again for, for not having a name
4: I was about to say <laughs> <laughs>
0: sorry
4: um, Dan no I don't have a name
0: in your defence Dan they've both played Dune before
4: uh, but I kind of figured my name would be very different.
0: Yeah, as luck would have it, on page one hundred and twenty-three, there's a whole selection of um, yep. random-ass
3: names.
4: Yep. Oh well, that's what I was hoping on that page.
3: I think I might need to change my ambition now. Now I want a laser sand one.
0: <laughs> Edric. Edric is a good name that isn't a tall Fremen. Edric.
3: Sounds Edric,
4: a bit like.
0: I keep looking at the names that are down there and going, some of those are really Fremen names, and some of them are really names you don't want to have. Oh
4: Edric, there you go.
0: You don't want to be be (laughs) Bejazz.
4: Xavier. Yeah, I saw Xavier. Xavier. Just Xavier. Call me X.
3: Agent X. Nothing wrong with being Agent X. You're probably wondering why I brought you all here. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
4: everybody uh, good? Uh, yeah, I was thinking oh. about kind of having this sort of pose for my Guild character from the Dune TV series. That the Sci-fi, cha- oh, 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 that I Sci-Fi No, But I watched it again, and that actor who does the Navigator is so hammed up. Isn't he? Especially at the end when he does the like the girl Does like, oh my god! You're just embarrassing yourself <laughs> when they you catch qu- him in the
0: bunker and he does that one-legged stand thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's weird. There's there's a lot of scenery chewing in that series. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love oh, it. Oh, it's cool.
4: But there's I think just it's so better
0: that. than the um, old Dune film. <laughs> oh,
1: de- definitely. Yeah,
4: I, I definitely, think so yeah, too no, because they that. actually.
0: Prana Bindu training rather than weirding modules. It's like the uh, weirding modules really threw me. Yeah, yeah, that
1: that, that messed me up too. Uh, I mean, I like I like the original movie, don't you? but I thought the well, with the sci-fi mini series, you're also able to really explore more of the story. Yeah. Let's face it, it was a mini series or two mini series actually. So. Yeah. Uh, if anything, I liked the Children of June miniseries. I was gonna say it was better, wasn't mini-series. it? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was definitely.
4: Um, yeah, it's just it was a shame they never did like a God Emperor as well. Mm-hmm. I thought they could have really kind of done well something different with it, but it would have been really cool.
0: Oh, what's his yeah. name, the actor? Charles Xavier, not Luke Picard.
4: Yeah. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, what's his right.
0: name? What's his name? <laughs> James McAvoy. <laughs> McAvoy. Yeah. Yep. yep. McAvoy was in and, that. There's a brilliant things, story about James McAvoy being in the Dune TV series where um Oh, God, I'm having a real name trouble today. Cast of Farscape. Yeah. Claudia Black. Huh. Claudia Black went to see the premiere of the sci-fi channel TV series. And she sat and she said she was absolutely mesmerized by the performance that James McAvoy did. And she went out to him in the lobby after the show and basically fangirled that. Uh, a person much younger than her who'd just been in like a teenage nerdy sci-fi thing about how making it in sci-fi was really hard and he'd done a brilliant job and how he'd really set himself up really well. Uh, And she said, and she didn't give it any more thought after that. She went home, thought nothing of it. And then 20 years later, after he'd been Charles Xavier and was starting to make it as like a really big name in the sci-fi and horror and alternate stuff, market she saw an interview with him where he said one of the things that got him started on his path down that route was that he'd been a, a promo a preview and a sci-fi actor that he really respected that claudia black have you heard of her had come up and said nice things to him and there's this really weird nice little synchronicity between the two of them absolutely gushing over how brilliant each other were It's really, really nice to see when actors are nice about each other. But yes, he did a bang up job as
2: Leto too. Anyway,
0: tell me about your characters. Let's have them in full. Um, Aaron, you can go first because you made your character like three days ago.
1: So Sarak Theb is the Fedaykin of Sich Abicat. He is, you know, uh, if, if you looked at him, you know, he's a he's a, he's a well put together fremen. Uh, the sun darkened skin and blue eyes of of, of his people, uh, but when he moves, it's always with purpose. And when he stops, he becomes absolutely still, except for his eyes which are always moving. He is completely devoted to Sich Abikat and uh, the current Naib as a Fadaikan uh, and will work to protect the Seich against all who would harm it. Uh, he's also a, a, a very faithful man and believes, as many Fremen do, that survival is our duty to God. And he puts justice uh, even higher than his faith uh, and will exact retribution against any who have wronged the way of the Fremen. He prefers to fight with his chris knife in uh, hand-to-hand combat or duels, but is fairly adept with a Mala pistol as well.
0: And a little sort of snub gnarly pistols that do horrendous things up close aren't they yeah yeah and they've
1: got silencers and they're a quiet weapon
2: yeah
4: and
1: that is uh sarah
0: okay go on dan you're next
4: um xavier is a guild agent and smuggler for the guild Um, his family has always been in service to the guild his father and his father before him Um, they've always worked as guildsmen Um, you got that
0: one uncle that everybody talks about (laughs) oh you're not like your uncle Dave (laughs) he can see through space time
4: oh no uh, we have never been able to get to the lofty heights of navigators we've always been a family of agents um as a uh, as a smuggler um on June it is Xavier's responsibility to ensure that alternative um spice crops um reach the guild um via the fremen um, bypassing which other whichever household is in charge of June at the time so as that the levies and taxes and costs are not incurred um as such he has to create, um, contacts with both the fremen and the local smuggler bases as well to ensure that that happens. Um, he's also a pilot. He's not a bad pilot, he's, so he thinks of himself. Um, he's got. He, he, he's, he's quite personable as well. He kind of has to be, what with kind of dealing with so many people, um, and it's very
0: difficult <laughs> to walk into a siege and not be stabbed. <laughs>
4: Um, and as such he's been cultivating relationships with a particular siege um, so as to kind of create better ties, what he is promoting is better ties um, to to the Fremen but basically to him and the guild it's all about the spice and the spice must flow no matter what the cost is
2: (laughs) Alden?
3: hello (laughs) Um, the only thing I'm missing is uh, whatever is is, uh, Fum Alhut's mother's name was Um, I can't remember
0: I I don't believe her name was actually given because she was just the serving girl in the palace wasn't she I'm sure that Morgan found out what her name was
3: I would expect Um, Just called a Habibi. Um, Okay, so we have Fum Al Hut, uh, a sand runner uh, who has one foot in the sand and one foot in the stars, uh, as a son of Morgan Graf and unknown Abicat. He's what, 18 years old? He's a lanky loner. Uh, He's star heritage is written clear in his hair and his skin Um, but he's found a place in the sea and he's found more of his place out in the desert communing with the great sandworms Uh, so he acts as a courier and a messenger between the sages, riding the worms deep into the desert searching for the truth in the empty stillnesses between places he's most at home when he's not at home
0: Mm-hmm. A sad tale. Please happen. Excellent. And it looks like Pete's going to be playing a wannabe naive who's got his eyes on the top seat, but maybe isn't ready for it yet, but may well have been groomed for command from an early age because it's important that the challenge of combat be something that is adhered to. So Siege Abacat itself is an average-sized siege, which means it has about 500 people living in it. Um, The thing that makes it unique is the apricot tree. It has an apricot tree that is mentioned and known about. And every member of the siege has a, a bracelet, which has an apricot pit on a string, usually completely dried out by the time they're an adult because it's the first apricot that falls after their birth. The pit from that goes to them. It ties them to the siege, the siege to them. Uh, the current Naib of siege Abikat is Naib Hassat. Uh, and he's getting on a bit. He's quite old, has led the siege well for well over 20 years, and is widely respected by other Naibs in the deep desert. Uh, the influence that Siege Abacat have is that they are known amongst the other Sieges, partly through having this stable leadership over a long period of time. They have a reputation as infiltrators because they are quite competent at sneaking their agents
2: into the cities, such as, um, what's your character called, Alden? Oom. Um. Oom. Um. Foom's mum is an
0: Abacat spy and a very competent one at that. But she is one of many that they have amongst the people of Arakeen and the people of Carthag as well. Although they have more in Arakeen because it's a bit closer to them. They keep very quiet about who their enemies are. It is known that they have an enemy. Everybody knows there is one. But the name is never really mentioned, which is unusual because it suggests that it's not a siege because nobody has any particular worries about naming the siege. However, those of you who are up at the higher end of the chain of command and know a bit about what's going on, know that they are virulently opposed to a group called the cast out. And they do not like them at all and that the cast out have some kind of beef against siege abacat as well they also have ties amongst the smugglers dan so that might be something worth noting that the cast out are a faction that pretend to or claim to fremen ancestry but don't have a siege don't have a home and are very nomadic and well hidden the current reverend mother of Seach Abacat is ancient. She is well into her second century and looks something like a raisin with blue eyes. And she has been dying for some time. And so our story starts in Seach Abacat, in the large open area in the centre of the Siege, which is inside a big column a chimney of stone in the deep desert and inside the chimney you've got tunnels leading out and down into the main body of the siege you've got this one apricot tree which is tended to with almost religious care that sits in the center of the siege it's dry it's got slightly crackly leaves the apricots that grow on it are tiny tiny things but they are considered to be incredibly sacred. And the siege has come together to recognize the Reverend Mother Ayasha, who has decided that her time has come and that she is ready to pass on. And so the Sayadina of the tribe, Sayadina Shadi, who Auden and Aaron, you might recognize as the young half Dargouche lady who was in the first season of Dune that we played. She has since become a Sayadina and is stands prepared to take on the role of Reverend Mother. So the whole seat is gathered 500 people. Not the children, so not the full 500, probably only about 300 people with all the children away. But all the adults of the siege are gathered together. Still suits are off because you're inside the siege and it's safer and cooler in there. And Naib Hassat stands on a podium, which is built around the pot that contains the apricot tree. And he he stands and bangs a big stick on the ground.
2: The time has come for Reverend Mother Ayasha to pass beyond the veil. The Sayadina, Shadi, has agreed
0: that she will take on the role of Reverend Mother, and so she will attempt to convert the water of life so that all is not lost. My own daughter, Ahaja, will be confirmed in the Sayadina. And at this point, Shadi, the existing Sayadina, who's now sort of coming up on about 40, takes off a couple of bone and wood necklaces that she's wearing around her neck. And places them over the neck of a Haja, who is a 16 year old, young, headstrong, daughter of the Naib, does not mess, very, very much leads her own path. And then unusually the Sayadina steps out of the podium and steps down into the audience and approaches Foom. And everybody kind of watches her, her pass as she does. And, and she looks down at Foom and she looks around at the other members of the siege. And she says, to become Reverend Mother is to take on the siege, to take on the memories of the people, of the Ichwan between. There is one tie left to the outer world that I must pass on before I am able to take this duty. And she reaches inside her tunic and she pulls out a string that's got a little round lens embedded in copper wire on it. And she passes it to Foom. And she says, you are the closest to an inheritor for this role.
2: So to you, this gift must fall. This is a sign from the outer
0: world. It is your heritage and it is mine and I pass it to you. And she reaches out with this open necklace towards you. Uh,
3: uh, 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 grunt. 18-year-old. Um, whom will bow his head to have this
0: that's kind of all she's looking for. as soon as you bow your head, she puts this this weird old sandy lens, slightly yellowish in color with weird concentric rings in it around your neck and she returns to the
2: podium and drums start playing
0: as inside the siege, some of the keepers of the little maker go to collect the water of life. And outside the siege, everybody is waiting and praying and they've got their hands on their knees, ready for whatever is coming. Inside the siege, we see a few men in loincloths, fill a small stone trough with water. And inside the stone trough, there is evidence that there is some kind of very small sandworm moving around. And as the water hits it, it starts screaming and thrashing around and wailing. And the two guys get into the water with this thrashing infant sandworm. And one of them grabs it around the scales. And the other one forces this funnel over its head. And as it thrashes and wails, it's absorbing water through its skin and vomiting this strange bile into the funnel that is collecting it. After a few minutes, the water and bile mixture is lifted up out of the water. The little maker is dead. And one of the men walks out of the siege, carrying, soaking wet from the waist down, so much water. There's a month's water rations just on his lower body. And he's carrying this leather pouch which has a small bone like protrusion at one end it's all sealed up
2: like a bottle or water skin containing the bile of a
0: little maker and he brings it up to the podium and he hands it up to the Naib and Naib Passat says
2: Sayadina Shadi will now change the water of life
0: and shadi kneels down in front of him and he opens a tap on the side of the water skin and lets some of this worm bile and water mixture flow into her mouth and she drinks it down and immediately collapses onto the podium and starts thrashing around like she's having some kind of holy fit at the same time the existing reverend mother the ancient reverend mother ayasha um her eyes just roll back in her head and she shakes slightly in her seat something is going on between the two of them that none of you can sense or see or identify Everyone around you is praying and rocking from side to side and around in a little circle and chanting. And after what feels like an eternity, but it's actually closer to only about three or four minutes, the Sayadina stands up,
2: gets to her knees, clambers to her feet, takes a deep breath,
0: And bows to Naipasat. And Naipasat says, the Reverend Mother Ayasha has left us. Her water will be returned to the siege. But the Reverend Mother Shadi has changed the water of life. And everybody starts cheering and hooting and howling. And the remaining water of life is parceled into small cups and drinking vessels and everybody starts taking some because when she changes the water of life in the mouth that she has it changes the water of life in the water skin as well so the water of life is changed and as is tradition in these times
2: there is then something of a party shall we say So the, the, the nature of the, the party
0: that occurs after the water of life has been changed is more of an orgy than anything else. So There's a big old spice wine party with everybody getting it on and that all happens. And the following morning, when everybody wakes up, the old Reverend Mother is gone. The Reverend New Married Mother Shadi has the old reverend mother's or not the old reverend mother's headgear that would be weird has her own new headgear in the reverend mother style on her head and she is walking around the seats checking on everybody you don't feel particularly hungover you're a bit tired you're a bit lethargic maybe but everybody is completely awake and aware because if anything the spice expands your perceptions rather than shrinking them
2: Uh, The Naib calls the three of you and um, what's his name?
0: Let me find where Pete put his name. He put it in earlier.
2: Naib Black. Battle of duty. i'm sure he said his name anybody see his name in chat i'm
3: being blind yeah. uh aladi sayati
0: aladi sayati that's right thank you i want to come thank you eldath as well aladi sayati and the three of you are called in to meet
2: with the naib in his private chambers
3: looking at the strange person
0: Uh, also in his chambers are the three other for Daikin who are recognized as the protectors of the siege alongside Serac. And yes, rather unusually, an outsider has been allowed into the siege and is there with you in this meeting. Dan, what does your character look like?
4: Um, I would have kept my still suit on if allowed to. Um because he's you know paranoid well he's also still out in the desert and um he he, 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 he might find himself stranded so he doesn't like to kind of shift off a useful piece of equipment um he's wearing um his still suit which is kind of brownie black um a, a long um leather tattered leather cloak with a hood um made from some sort of off-planet leather, no, definitely not local. Um, he's got a uh, kind of a, um, a goatee, well-shaven, well-kept goatee beard, um, and he's clean as well. <laughs> that would probably be the most essential thing. Um, he clearly hasn't been here that long because he's, he's clean.
0: Okay, so this stranger is in the Naib's chambers uh, this is an outsider. This is unheard of. Now, Sarak, you've been in there before, um, because you take your turn guarding the naib Uh Foom, you will have been in there before because he occasionally calls you in there to give you messages to take to various places. Yep. Uh whether or not Aladi has been there, he probably has because the you know, keep your friends closer. That kid who wants to stab you closer.
3: He needs training up, whatever. Yeah. Um, he's Fum either is... going to succeed,
0: in which case he needs to be able to do a good job, or he's going to fail, in which case I want to know he's going to try.
3: Yeah, Foom will so... be lounging by the door, kind of all long limbs and very little conscience. Men, I have a mission
0: that I need you to undertake. It is two to three days outside of the siege, maybe as many as four. I wish for you to
2: undertake a spice raid against the hated Harcona. This will be a test for our new friend.
0: And he nods at Xavier. This is Mr. Xavier. He is with the Spacing Guild. He has promised to aid us in exchange for our assistance in procuring the spices his people need. So we will test this theory. I need to know if he can be trusted, and I wish to send the three of you to go with him. I wish you to go north, 50 miles south of Carthag, and I wish you to lay some spice upon the desert, enough to make it look as though there is a rich field. And when the Harkonnen
2: come and investigate, you are to kill them.
3: So you, you want us to bait the Harkonnen?
2: Yes, that is correct. You are to go out into the desert
0: and bait the Harkonnen. When they come, you will kill them.
2: And Sarak, Aladi, you will observe Xavier as this happens.
0: And if his words are true and if his actions match his words, then we will take him into our confidences. And if he proves false, then we have lost
2: nothing.
1: I will take his water if he proves false.
2: Xavier looks
3: a little nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Not if Sycalude doesn't get him first.
0: That is why I wish for you to go from, you know the area, you know the desert, you know the sand. Xavier has an ornithopter at his disposal that you may use to get there if he proves to be false you will need a way back and you are the finest young sand rider we have
3: well,
4: yeah yeah
0: so this no. is your mission you leave at nightfall tonight anything you need to get done make it happen Xavier, I suggest in the meantime you stick close to these three, for they know you are to be protected until such time
2: as the fruits of your mission have borne out. Uh, If you do well in this, thank you, we will give you a seed and the trust of our people. Well,
4: high honor indeed. Yeah.
2: Uh
1: ah. Sarak is just staring daggers at Xavier <laughs> until he proves himself. He's just like he's just water waiting to be taken.
4: Xavier uh. fidgets from <laughs> foot to foot.
3: <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. Xavier, um, could I see your ornithopter?
4: Of course, it's um hidden just outside the siege by um, some rocks and covered with a camo net.
3: Oh, oh, can I go see it now? And look at the... Yes, go. Okay,
4: gone.
3: (laughs) Again, all limbs just...
0: As you're about to leave Serac, the the Naib stops you and he says, I was going to tell you that if you need to claim his water, so be it. But that decision has already been made.
1: Thank you, Naib. I know my duty, and your will will be made manifest.
2: Good, good.
1: And then uh, Sirak would walk out and be like right on Xavier's three o'clock the entire time. I mean, inches away from him. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> right. What's your order thought like, Xavier? Who um, really wants to see?
4: It's um it's well used but very sturdy. Um one of the one of those models that can be easily repaired and maintained. Um can take a, a battering from the from the sands and the desert and the wind. But it's not lofty or high-tech or, um, you know, golden gilded or whatever. <laughs> it's, you know, a bit run down, but it's reliable and easily fixed.
0: Still probably one of the best Ornithopters that Foom has seen.
3: Well, it's in one piece. Yeah, but that's a star. <laughs> so
2: yeah.
3: The film will be all over that. He's He's got a real attraction. He, he, he loves that being out in the stillness and the naturalness of the desert, but technology keeps pulling him in. And ever since he got the lens, he's been kind of just, whenever anyone's not looking, he doesn't want anyone else in the seats to see it because it, again, paints him as not really part of there. But every time he gets like, him it over does, it, it does it does it unlock does it tell me something dude boy hold it to the sun and there's a message <laughs> help me everyone can <Obi-Wan> know me um <laughs> so yeah he will be all over the ornithopter climbing on it tapping it probably trying to prize bits off it
0: now dan if you would like to make a truth and understand role
4: Hey, first roll of the game, I don't know. Yeah. Some dice. if
0: you have anything to do with heraldry, which I don't think you do, I
4: believe
3: I, not. I'm know. told I didn't need that.
4: Okay, hey, what sorry, truth,
0: truth, and understanding,
4: truth. Go.
2: No. No? Apparently not.
0: Something, something lenses there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's an affectation.
3: Probably something
4: he picked up in the desert somewhere.
2: Yeah.
4: Could be any old piece of trash, really. Yeah. i just say that was a mighty large gl- wine glass. This it little is. thing. <laughs> 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 it seemed a lot bigger. <laughs> it's just very good. This close. little thing. There we go. <laughs> there you go. go.
0: Is there anything anybody wants to do in the siege during the day? You have about a day's worth of activity. The siege is normal. Daily activities are going on. There are Fremen coming and going in and out from the desert in their still suits. There are people in the seats running and playing and making food and preparing things, Uh, building stuff. I
3: I don't know whether this would have happened the previous evening or whether it happens after the whole trippy orgy, Um, but Foom would have wanted to make sure that the Little Maker was returned to the desert.
0: Oh, the Little Maker has very, very specific rules on how it is treated, and Foom would kind of been, nope, you don't get to see this. This is not your business. It will return to the desert. Its um, water already belongs to the tribe.
3: Okay, you just need to make sure that you treat. It will be done. We
0: spend our lives training for this moment.
3: Yeah, okay. So
0: how far? <laughs> they seem almost slightly offended that you would call their priestly calling. In, into question,
3: Which... questioning. I was merely ensuring that the will of Sayh was being followed.
0: They they bow to you and and do the
3: the salute. Right, and then I'm just going to go load up on snacks because I'm a teenager. <laughs>
1: <laughs> spice bread, spice cakes,
3: spice Twizzler things.
1: Uh... Sirach Theb would have taken the naive statements uh, fairly literally and uh, would not be. He would, like I said, he he's right at Xavier's side the entire time, helping him while he's in the siege uh, and ensuring he does not do anything that violates the customs of, of Siech Abikad. It's interesting because lots of children like to run up and poke him. <laughs>
0: But once the first one's been brave enough to do it, lots of the children of the siege take the opportunity to run up and poke the strange man or to feel his clothes or, or to, like, point at bits of his still suit and have a bit of a giggle.
2: Yeah.
1: Sraak <laughs> looks over at Xavier. You don't have a problem
4: with children, do you? No, no, sir, not at all. Can't eat a whole one. Mm.
0: And eventually they get bored of him and and leave off, uh, and and he kind of just sort of. Xavier, what do you do? A whole day in a fremen siege.
4: Well, I was kind of I, I was kind of thinking that um, I probably got here by recommendation, so it's not my first time amongst fremen because otherwise I wouldn't be able to kind of explain away the uh, ways of the itch wind bed itch wine between between sorry Bedwine. um Itchwine. wine it's
0: bed- it's frank herbert not knowing how to say bedouin,
4: bedouin. okay um
0: it's bedouin not bedewin
4: uh, but the way it's well, written and
0: translated it becomes bedewin
4: so what eg, eg, Xavier Xavier's not stupid um, he knows he's in a like a high risk situation yeah but he's also um,
0: collected hundreds of stories and mm, committed them to memory hence the ways of the ichwan one between
4: i see but i'm basically thinking he will be trying to figure out ways to escape if it came down to it so like where are the nearest exits um if i had to take a uh, a sudden jump off a high cliff where we you know, walking this way doing here, it. Yeah. And <laughs> the desert. <laughs> I was trying to like, maybe maybe trying to um, cover that with um, a, a look of awe and, you know, oh, wow, look at that. That's great. Oh, oh wow, okay. What's so that? you're kind of taking it actually- in
0: rather than schmoozing.
4: Yeah, taking it in, but secretly planning my escape if it ever came down to it. I'm wise. wondering how the hell I'm going to get rid of this guy if it ever came down Because <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he could just basically do me over. <laughs> basically, you're a, you're a tactical tourist. Yeah, a tactical tourist. I like it. TT. <laughs> Emergency
0: exits are located towards the rear, above the wings, and at the front <laughs> of the siege. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you reckon your chances probably aren't great. If you feel the need to escape from the siege, it's not just this one guy that you've got to worry about. There are 500 of
4: them. And then and then the large... Which, as far as you're concerned, as well.
0: is probably about as many Fremen as you thought there might have been. And this is just one siege, which kind of calls into question the whole, how many of these people are there? And you've Very read true. the planetary reports from the ecologists and stuff that suggest there might be a, a couple of tens of thousands of Fremen worldwide. And yet here's half a thousand of them, all under one roof.
2: Ma- like, make,
4: mm. Kind of impl- makes you think why they want us to um, to not have those satellites on Well, no, it Aracus. doesn't. It makes it very clear why you don't <laughs> yeah, exactly. want satellites.
0: Uh, that and the fact that it keeps coming back to this apricot tree. It has green leaves. There are actual fruits
2: growing on it. This thing should be absolutely impossible. And yet here it is, growing in the deep desert Where do and they find apricot the water for tree. It? Where do
0: they find the water for it?
3: Don't ask Sir Rick that question. Um, <laughs> actually, as
0: you, as you observe, you do notice that a few of the members of the tribe, as they walk past
2: the tree, they spit on it. <laughs> uh, at
0: first you thought they were being rude, but it seems to be almost a gesture yeah. of respect. And that matches with what you know about the the Fremen.
4: The sharing their water.
0: Sharing their body's water is a gesture of respect. It seems like anybody that has to walk within spitting distance of the tree does indeed spit on the roots.
4: Hmm. Is that the only thing they do?
0: That's the only thing of note that you see. Okay. Actually, you know what? You want to find out more. Let's find out more. I'm going to make your roll for it. It's another know and understand roll.
4: Really should have put more in that. Uh, well, this
0: might be the only time you end
4: up using it. Another understand and what? Is
0: it no truth and understand? No, it's truth, truth. not
4: no. no. truth isn't. Too bad. No, again. So you're rolling
0: two d20 in your gaming for under your total.
4: Yeah, still the no. Okay, no. Off so... to a
0: good start. Off to a great. Then we need start. to share
4: the rolls a bit. We need to share the rolls a bit. First two rolls of the game both have been fails. <laughs> so there's not a track record of how things are going to go. Oh,
0: I hope so too. But although based on last week, and once the momentum starts rolling in, you'll be fine. Like Eighteen
2: dice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you never get more than five. Don't look too excited, Adam.
4: I'll I'll ask my shadow. Um, where did where did this um this tr- peach tree come from
1: it is an apricot tree
4: apricot tree sorry peach apricot they look quite similar
1: mm. that is not knowledge for you at least not now okay should the day come that i need to feed your water to the tree i'll tell you its secrets before i take your
4: water Ooh. Xavier, oh, steps. Xavier steps away just slightly.
1: <laughs> but that is all right, because you're a trusted friend of the Siege, are you not? I hope to be. Then we shall have nothing but firm friendship between us. But he still looks at you like he's going to kill you. <laughs> Jolly good. <laughs>
0: So as evening <laughs> approaches, if you've got nothing else you want to do, anybody else got anything else they
3: want to do? No, no. Uh, we'll just be avoiding chores, which I imagine. He's not used to having a day off, frankly. No. Um, so this is all a bit weird. So he's making sure he's staying out of the way. Uh, and if he can entice any of the slightly older teenagers oh. who are also dodging chores uh, to come look at his ornithopter. Um,
0: <laughs> you do find yourself getting glared at by um, Sayadina Ahaja who last week would have been doing exactly the same thing and trying to dodge chores. But now she's an important priestess. Do
3: you want to see the Ornithopter? Very well.
0: You may show me the outlander's craft.
3: Yes, it's it's important for the siege that we understand such things. Agreed.
0: This is for knowledge.
4: Absolutely. So she lets you show
0: her the ornithopter.
4: I'd say it. don't scratch the paint, but it hasn't got any. <laughs> <laughs> actually,
0: outside of the seat, she's a little bit more relaxed with you because you're of a similar age. And yeah, you get oh, the impression. It's kind of sweet, really. That she's, she's kind of been thrust into this job a little bit sooner than she'd anticipated.
3: Promoted a little bit early. Yeah, so. Um...
0: There are flashes of teenager from her as you poke at the craft.
3: Yeah, these, these are the baffles. They stop the sand going in, I think. <laughs> and um, clearly these are um, wing stubs. And it's a little bit beyond Foom, I think.
0: It's even more beyond her, though. She says, you know the technology well.
3: Uh, why, thank you. Um, yes. Uh, have you heard about the mission?
0: My father thinks I am unaware of what occurs, but I know that there is something afoot.
3: Do, do you want to know about the mission? Just trying to look cool, nonchalantly leaning on the helicopter.
0: <laughs> oh, no, no. Tell me about your success when you return.
3: Uh, thank you for your faith, Reverend another.
2: You are Abacat. Uh,
3: uh, uh, um, uh, uh, slipped off the Um Yeah, yeah. Mm, yep, absolutely, yes. We will we'll go back inside now. As, as I will wills. Um, <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> So uh, the evening
0: approaches, uh, you get changed into your still suits and get your kit together, ready to go. Uh, One of the other Fedaikin approaches Sarak with a sack of spice, raw, unprocessed spice. Xavier, um, (laughs) yeah.
4: His eyes pop out (laughs) of his sockets.
0: It, the amount this is worth is enough to purchase an estate on any Jean. world of your choosing okay but I'll you just know store how the fremen the ornithopter the fremen deal with spice differently to the way you deal with spice and you we know won't. that this is why you're here because
4: they clearly have untapped um levels of spice that we've not seen before this, this bag of spice on.
0: consists of about a third of one of the bribes for one of these sieges
4: we do uh, our character do we know the does the guild know the link between the worms and the spice no okay
0: no the link between worms and spice even the fremen don't truly know much okay they some of them are clued in but it's only the most ecologically aware of the Fremen. Otherwise, it's taken as a religious thing. Yes, so, so we
4: both, the spice. We, but we both hold this thing in high. Rever- it is known that the, the
0: worms are connected to the spice in some way, which is why people have tried to take worms off-world. It's yeah. never worked; they always die.
4: But the gill treats spice as quite a reverent substance as mm, well. Yeah. So that's something we have in common, at least.
0: One of the reasons the the guild revere spice so much is because without it, they can't cross space. They lose their power. Mm. And the spice flow that they get from the emperor and from Chome isn't enough. They have to have a secondary source in case there are disruptions in the main spice flow, Mm. which is why they treat with the Fremen. So yeah, uh, Sarak, you're given this... Sack of unrefined spice, and you know that your job with this is to spread it thinly on the sand, so that it looks like a rich spice field, and attracts a harconan ornithopter. And so the the four of you bundle into Xavier's
3: ornithopter and head north. Ease round my ears. <laughs>
0: So, last role of the evening, Dan. You got the first one and the last one, and indeed the only ones.
1: (laughs) And we're looking for a piloting role. Come on, Dan, don't fail this one. (laughs) What's a piloting role?
4: It's got to be move and something else. Move move,
0: and. Well, what sort of way do you fly?
4: Sorry, I've. Well, because I've got pilot, I have to have a specific thing. Um, so I I pilot ornithopters yeah yeah but um, I mean
0: what's your what's the drive behind your piloting do you oh, pilot
4: out of a sense of duty do you pilot
0: out of a because you love the feel of the power of control of the machine or
4: um, justify to um,
0: me what your first dice is
4: my style of flying is based on a necessity. It's part of it's it's part of my job. So it's uh, it says duty. Yeah. Okay. So you you are a I will have flyer. So you get my duty as well. move. Yeah.
0: Oh, and a... you have a focus in ornithopter. I do so that increases your range on critical to whatever your move rating is.
4: Yeah. Well, my move is eight, and my duty is eight. Nice. Wow.
0: So you're rolling sixteen dice with a but critical didn't... threat range of eight.
1: Rolling two dice to get under 16. Yeah, yeah. And any that are lower than eight count as a critical.
4: Uh, I got a one. You got a one, so that's two and successes yeah. right there. Uh, a so, one and a fifteen. So three
1: successes.
0: Three successes. Ooh. Yeah. So you you lift off. That would normally give you some momentum, um, but why don't we spend that momentum making it look
4: cool? Yeah, I want so so to, feel to cool put the Fremen in you. their place
0: because suddenly
3: they this, in you this turf. is my turf. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah,
3: yeah, it's a, yeah, I, I get there's a bit of sort of pilot flexing going on. So, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. G- g- give me <laughs> two
0: pilot flexes that you're going to do to make it look good. Um, one success, you've got the piloting sorted, but you've got two additional ones to throw away on looking good doing it.
4: Um, it'll be a flashy takeoff. Um, probably with a bit of a um, duck and a twirl uh, with with the ornithopter. Um, and, and then they're... flying
0: horribly close to the sand? Yes,
4: I was going to say that exactly. So back now. Danger close to the ground. So you um, kind of taking...
0: burst upwards, roll yeah. over in the sky, and then almost land again on the desert and then skim the desert.
4: Skim to stay under the, the radar, as it were.
1: Sorok, Ciro- Sorok turns a little green. <laughs> looks yeah. over, at, looks over at Xavier. He's like, "You, you do have skill." I will give Oof, you that. He puts both his hands up.
2: Oh, loving this!
0: And <laughs> you head off into the night. Still a bit amused by Sorok though. Ah. And that is where we will leave off for now. Um, Please do join us next week for the first proper session where we find out what happens on our little spice raid with our four intrepid adventurers, three Fremen and friend. Xavier is like the Scooby-Doo of this party. (laughs) I feel it. I feel (laughs) it. Um, I don't know if anything is happening tomorrow on Garblag, but later tonight, there is some Achtung Cthulhu happening on Garblag North America.
1: 9 p.m. Central Standard Time.
0: Which is like uh, 3 a.m., uh, 2 a.m.? Let's see. Uh, Hold
1: on. Time? It's uh, 7 and 8, 10, 12. Yeah, it's like at midnight, I think, for you guys, maybe. No, that's only three hours difference. No, oh east yeah, coast yeah, No, is no it's five like hours four, yeah.
0: central is six hours yeah, different. Yeah, so
1: yeah. no, you guys are eight hours from off of me, and we eight hours seven. from you. Yeah, six yeah, from so, central, five from east coast. Yeah.
2: So yeah. So it's later Three, anyway.
0: Yeah. Uh, if you are joining us on Twitch, don't be afraid to join us also on the YouTube's, yeah. where you can see um, our first season of June, where we did house Dugage, where we had house creation. I went through a whole little story sent 18 years before this one, yep. which introduced Foom's dad.
3: It's be remembered.
0: Shadi Abakat as a character as well. But there is plans to have a third one set 16 years hence because it is the year 10175, I believe, the year of the birth of Paul Atreides. He is being born while these shenanigans are occurring. So how, he is how, pooping in nappies while you guys are having adventures.
4: How long have the Harkonnen been ruling here?
0: Um, on and off, about 30 years. Okay. There was that brief period where... Um, what's his name? Uh, Fenring came in, took oh, over goodness. for a little while. Oh, he was a dick. And then we switched from Abulard to Vladimir Harkonnen. But yeah, so join us on YouTube. Feel free to come and swing by our Discord to find out more about what's going on. Stay tuned about all stuff and things. Um, if you've got uh, an Amazon Prime sub, feel free to throw it our way. We'll be very <laughs> grateful. Otherwise, we will see you next week. Tuesday next week, we have Roads and Ruins. In which we have only discovered one road, but two or
2: three ruins. Um,
0: Next Wednesday, there might be something happening.
2: Yeah, it's uh, Thursday.
0: uh, We
1: got more of this. Wednesday is the premiere of Lex Arcana. Oh, there you go.
0: Lex Arcana. First one of those on Wednesday next week. Uh, Thursday, more June, Seach Abacat. Formal session one, kind of session two. And then next Friday, who knows? There may be something then as well. We are a diverse and busy group of folks who love to do things. Thank you very much for joining us this evening. And thank you very much to my players. And let me leave you with the good words of Mr. Herbert himself. As he says, bless the maker and his water. Bless the coming and going of him. May his passage cleanse the world. May he keep
2: the world for his people. Thank you. Good night.